and thank you for listening to Endo Unplugged. I'm Kendra, a fellow endo warrior. And I'm Heather, a fibroid and hysterectomy sister. This podcast is to bring awareness and to shine a light on what it's like to live with this chronic illness. We will share tips and tricks we've learned battling chronic pain. Everything mentioned is opinion-based as we are no professionals when it comes to medical or mental health, but just have firsthand experience. We will not be sugarcoating anything and we'll be keeping it real through the podcast. So please, if a title or description of the episode triggers you, please take care of yourself first. Okay, Endo Warriors, heat up those hot water bottles and pop in those earbuds and let's get started. This week, we are talking all things endo belly. If you have endometriosis, you most likely know the term endo belly and what it is and how uncomfortable it can be. If you don't have endo, then get ready to learn about common symptoms of endometriosis and the mental toll it puts on us. The term is used to describe the swelling and bloating that happens in a person with endometriosis. Dominal swells and hardens. It sometimes feels... But there really isn't one answer to why the bloating happens. And really, there are all theories, as every endo warrior reason could be different. Here are a few reasons you could have endo belly. So one, our immune system is constantly attacking the lesions since they are not supposed to be there. So the swelling could be caused by our immune system sending inflammatory signals to our endo tissue. It's the body's natural healing response and it just turns into a never ending cycle. Theory two is buildup of the scar tissue and lesions cause irritation and swelling. And as it breaks down every month, it causes the abdomen to swell. Another unpopular theory is IBS symptoms can cause the endo belly to appear. Bloating and water retention are known as symptoms of endometriosis. Endo belly is the only symptom people can physically see of endometriosis because unfortunately, a swollen abdomen demands to be seen. As said before, it's very painful and uncomfortable. The endo belly affects a lot of different areas of life. Waking up with a flat stomach only to be swollen to the point of looking six months pregnant after drinking water or eating a small breakfast. A mental aspect that doesn't help us if we are also suffering from a hard symptom of endo, which is infertility. It's almost like a mean joke to make a person look like they are with a child when that is all they ever want. Or it can be the other way around where they don't want a child and now they look like they're pregnant. Either way, it puts a toll on our mental health. I personally have always had issues and struggles with negative body image. And I think a lot can relate to mirrors, selfies, and the social media nowadays. Body image is a complex, and it isn't, it is complex. It isn't simple as I like my body or I don't. When dealing with the fibroids, my stomach changed into something that I had never had before. And then after surgery, I had a lot of negative self-talk. But my negative body images started before this and it has been something I still work on. The first thing to do is to take small steps towards self-love and appreciation. Have awareness of your negative thoughts you may be having about yourself throughout the day. Challenge those thoughts with something you appreciate about yourself or even if you do not yet believe it. Change your own thinking. There are always ways you can boost your self-confidence, nourish yourself and treat your body kindly. Giving to or serving others, writing positive affirmations about yourself, and spending time with people who appreciate and celebrate your uniqueness. 
Makeup and fashion is something I've used to help me build both my confidence and help me change my mindset about my body image. When you look good, you feel good. Fashion is hard when you're swollen and feeling terrible. I know, I work in finance and I can't always wear sweatpants. So here are my tips for endo belly, swelly belly. One, a flowy skirt. This always allows you to hide the bloat. I suggest something solid or patterned and then you can pair with a multiple tops. A cardigan, a big jacket. I love an oversized blazer jacket or a big cardigan with a tank or t-shirt. Allows for something cozy but professional. Rompers. Our one piece is a great idea too. They allow for stretch and I have a black one and pair with a cardigan or a loose belt to make more fitting look. Big oversized sweaters with leggings or biker shorts is always a go-to. I have leggings that have so much stretch. I wear those on days I need more room. Dresses. Maxi skirts are always an easy go-to as well. Find one that have lots of stretch. I believe I own four maxi skirts. Last tip is a poncho or oversized size throw. This allows you to feel comfy and cozy, but still look put together. Let's not forget endo affects young people too. When they're going through the time in their life, they're learning to love their bodies now, but they're standing in front of the mirror, looking at what looks like a bowling ball under their pajamas. It doesn't matter what age you are. Endo doesn't care. And the self-confidence can be lost by the disappearance of a swollen belly, as we have just heard. Things you can do to prevent the swelling is staying hydrated and sticking to an anti-inflammatory diet. I know nobody wants to hear about changing their diet, but staying away from foods such as carbs and fried food, sugary foods, red meat and processed meat, alcohol and caffeine are just to name the popular ones, will really help the bloat. Instead, replace it with berries, leafy greens, some fish, avocado, and some garlic, ginger, chai seeds, and turmeric. By making small changes to how you eat, you can really make a difference to your gut health and lower the swelling. My favorite is probably the tea I drink every day, which is apple, cinnamon, turmeric. And you can find it at your local grocery store. Besides eating, there are a few remedies we want to mention. This is another one that we hate to hear about, but light movement, yoga, and walking. Even days where you can't get out of bed, a little movement help, but takes things as slow as you need. Every breath works to relax our body. Magnesium spray. Magnesium is a natural muscle relaxant. Heat. Apply that heat. It can ease pain and discomfort. TENS, a TENS machine can help scramble the pain receptors with little e electricity current bringing the pain relief. Bath and Epsom salt helps with the cramping and will help you get a good night's rest. So run the bath before bed. Last thing I will suggest is a castor oil pack. These are homemade and a little messy if not done right. But what you need is a cloth you can, that you can soak in castor oil, cling wrap, plastic wrap, and a heating pad. First thing is you cut your material to the size of your abdomen. Then you will take a piece of cling wrap slightly bigger, place the pack with a soak side against your skin and the cling wrap to protect your shirt. Apply heat once you are lying down and relax and just hang out for about 90 minutes at most. This helps with pain, pain relief, relaxing and the swelling caused by endo belly. You do have to do this quite often for it to work as it is a detox method. We hope you all enjoyed this episode about endo belly and we hope you all have a good day and stay strong warriors. Stay tuned for a small unscripted chat about today's episode. Welcome to the unplugged version.
I love our chats back and forth, Kendra. And something I didn't mention in the episode that I really wanted to talk about was like how I did the self-love. I know that I didn't really go into it or anything, but I just felt it really hard to put into words to write it down. But I started doing yoga and self-love yoga. So I can't even remember where I found it and where the resource was. But after my hysterectomy, I really struggled with the belly and I just trying to talk and doing, changing that self-talk to, um, changing the negative to self-talk, negative self-talk to more positive. I Mm. started doing yoga where I would use my body and then talk about why I love that area and what it did for me. And it really makes you start changing your mindset about those things. So like how strong my arms are, that they can hold my body up, that they're able to do these positions that I can put myself in, that my belly is able to hold all of my insides and that it helps me, um, with my food and like keeps my belly warm and keeps me me, like those were the things that I had to start changing about my mindset and not thinking about just how big your belly is or how like swollen it is or the size and I I was that person that was like the fibroids made me look pregnant I was huge and I was not and wasn't able to have children so it was a really hard time mentally for me to change those things and then realize that I'm okay and then not to listen to what other people had to say either because that's a huge influence on our our image right and I know that you have also struggled with this is right yeah so like going back to like you looking pregnant not wanting like unfortunately society is just like people comment on your bodies like I was pregnant I was pregnant and people would comment and I was not okay with that. And I was, it was 18 though. So I, I was young, but, um, after that is when I guess I started like wondering if like the endo was like gone or anything like that, because you know, the myth about if you get pregnant, your endo's cured or whatever that mumbo jumbo. So, um, so I didn't know that the bloating was actually caused by endometriosis. I thought I was gaining weight. I thought for some reason my weight was fluctuating so much that like I would be like for a couple of months, I'd be like this bigger person. And then I would lose that belly and be this like, cause now my endo belly comes very like in the morning I have a flat stomach and then it's bloated, but before it was like, it would be like there for months or it'd be there for weeks and it would not be flat stomach. Like, um, a lot of people would post like their before and after photos of like the endo belly. And I would be like, I would love to show somebody the before and after if it would ever go away. So I I never knew on that because that's a big part for me too, is that I don't even have endo belly. Well, I don't know if I have endometriosis, but I swell as soon as I have a lot of water intake or eating. So for me, I do have, I don't have a flat stomach. I'm a bigger girl anyways, but my stomach is a lot smaller. And then I just start bloating the more I eat and the more I do things. And it is hard. There's nothing, I can't take it before and after. Like I can show you even like for me personally, I can go and have a lot to drink and in the afternoon go pee and then the bloat's gone. 
And like, mm-hmm. that's how mine works. But I think a lot of it for me is the IBS and the fibroids and the swelling, right? From the inflammation. Yeah, exactly. Like the thing is that with like the, and like now I can't do anything besides heat and the methods that we talked about in this episode um, to control the bloat. Like I used to be able to, you know, control it a little bit better, like do some yoga and it would go down or, or do some exercises and my body would respond, but my body just doesn't have those responses to things anymore. And, um, that's where like, now I'm looking into getting like a pain management, uh, clinic, like getting into like somebody who can help me with that because, um, with the endo belly, I get pain. I get so much pain. It's so discomforting. Like it's, it's almost like you're cuddling a bowling ball. <laughs> like it's not, it's not fun. And I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate to that. And if you are struggling with this, like, no, we're here for you. Like we understand, we get it. Like Heather said, she's not diagnosed, which has no bearing on anything, but she, <laughs> which she thinks it does, but she, because of fibroids, she has the same symptoms. And I think that like, you know, reach out to us. If you are somebody who's dealing with um, endo belly and you don't know why, or even swelly belly, if you don't want to call it endo belly, then um, yeah, reach out and get the help because it's not, it's not something easily to deal with mentally and physically. Like I know I have sizes from small to 2x in my wardrobe and it depends on the day to where I can wear them small is dreaming now but um since I just had a child six months ago but um I'm hoping to get back into that sometime but I do have drastic change in wardrobe when it comes to um when my belly swells I live in yoga pants and I think that's probably the one advice I have. Do you have anything else to add there, Heather? No, I think that just find what works for you. Um, I've really changed my diet a lot too, and that has helped. Um, Making a big difference and watching what you eat and putting feeding yourself healthy foods. Uh, I eat a lot of berries and like those things help. I've cut out or like I've less red meat and I feel like those make a difference and you do have to try it. And it isn't like some days it helps, some days it doesn't. And I think that you really have to listen and track in your pain by like when in your journal, you need to track Mm -hmm. those things and keep track of them and see what helps. And then also, yeah, ask, like there's so many resources out there and which is also going to be our next episode and one coming that will have resources on endo and fibroids to help you move forward. Yeah. You, uh, so you have done something amazing though to show off your yes. endo. So before I had my recent child, I was very, even now I'm starting to get back to my body positiveness, but I was very body positive before I got pregnant. Um, and I did, I showed other women and myself by starting a boudoir business. And I started shooting um, boudoir for women to show empowerment and 
um, that they can love their body as well in, um, in ways that normally we don't love our body or don't ever want to see our body if we have body image issues. Um, but yeah, if you're somebody who struggles with body positivity, uh, find a boudoir photographer and go have a session. Like it doesn't have to be for, you don't have to show it off or anything like that to have the, you will just feel the empowerment from the session. I feel this is a good photographer, um, in your area. Like you, there's so many out there. Um, they will make you feel like a million dollars by the time you leave. And I, I lived on the high after my first boudoir shoot for probably like two weeks of like, I love my body. I can't believe that's me in those pictures. And that's what I wanted to like give to other women or other people in to, to be able to appreciate your body as such a gift. And I think it's something that's not linear. Um, one day I accept and the next day I might look at myself and go, okay, so mirrors are getting covered today. <laughs> well, and I think even just outside of that, it's just for women in general, but for everyone, right? It isn't just us who like suffer with chronic illness or endo belly. It is all women have issues with confidence and their bodies. Yeah. And I love that with the boudoir photos it shows more women we need to show more women at different sizes at different things um and being more open and honest right like I think for me when I was younger I never seen women share their stomach or share what they look like in that kind of aspect either so it's a very different um like we're starting to change in the generations that we're showing our skin more and you should be comfortable in the skin you're in like your body has given you mm. so many things like you need to be happy for it yeah very much appreciate the work that your body does daily to um to keep you going um I was gonna say when I was growing up like uh to be able to aspire to the people in the magazines or something was just completely not not something that was accessible or even plausible because they were photoshopped and they were something that was very obscure image of what is not real. Um, there's a lot of models that have come forward now that in that generation, they were heavily photoshopped and they come forward and they've said that, that look, I, some of them didn't even agree with the fact that they were gonna be heavily photoshopped um some of them were just like kind of surprised just as you know and it's it affects especially young girls who are going through puberty it affects their body image and if they're if all they see in ads and advertisements and magazines is this perfect size two size one size zero it's like that's not that's not something that's like nobody not everybody can obtain that image and it's it's just ridiculous. I think that the thing is too is like an average size woman is not a size two an no. average woman is like your eight to sixteens honestly right? that is the average women is in those we're in the middle sections that and that's how it should be we are all different we all have different sizes we all go through different things like it should not matter and I think that a big thing for me going forward is I just want to show my body and know I never 
filter my pictures. I never do those kind of things because I feel like it is part of social media that like, I'm proud of my face. I'm proud of myself. I never want to use those things to hide something. And I think that going forward, we need to make sure we're more aware of that growing like right like that you show the generation yeah. below us and the younger generation that like you can still be beautiful at whatever size you are right and as a makeup artist I agree with that as well in that realm of things where um natural beauty is beautiful and you don't need everything to make yourself dolled up on that note though we're gonna head out because <laughs> we could talk about this forever but um all of you have to get back to your lives as well as we do. So we hope that you are all having a manageable pain day and we will talk again soon. Bye.